the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. Hi, folks. Welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a small grocery store, liquor store, gas station, and you're in need of cashiers or checkout personnel, you might want to check out Southwest Point of Sale. Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco do it. It's a self-checkout system. It's not overly expensive. If you give Southwest a call at 800-540-2149, they'll come out to your location, literally walk through your business, and if they find a a system that works uh, for you, it's about as expensive as a cash register. And you can do uh, produce, meat scales, you can change prices off-site. And the bonus is you get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. Southwest Point of Sale really, really, really takes care of their customers. So give them a call, 800-540-2149. And if you're into hot rods or if you've just been watching me come, well, that's what hot rods and custom stuff is all about. 2324 Auto Parkway in lovely Escondido. You can go to their website, hotrodscustomstuff.com. They'll build you a car. They'll maintain a car if you own one. uh, Or if you're just looking for parts and pieces to hang on the wall. They have that as well. Randy and his team have been doing this since the 60s. Okay, so rare, rare opportunity. This doesn't happen all the time. But I got two electric vehicles from two different companies that are all owned by the same company. I've got a Kia Nero EV Wave, and I've got a Hyundai Ioniq 5. Now, they're both owned by Hyundai, and the difference are night and day. The benefits, they both have 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. They both have 5-year, 60,000 powertrain, or bumper-to-bumper, actually. And if you buy a service contract, you can can get either one of the vehicles guaranteed for 10-year, 100,000 miles. Now, as far as features, benefits, and what have you, you know, they're they're totally different. Uh, for example, uh, the Hyundai, you can get an SE, uh, SE electric or an SEL electric and a limited. So you've got a, you've got a plug-in, you've got a hybrid, and then you've got a full electric. And you just need to decide which one is going to fit your family, your family needs. Uh, things I liked about one, like say, for example, the Hyundai. I like the fact that when you do the turn signal, 
you know, there's a camera that goes down either the left or right side to eliminate anybody coming on. And I just think that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, now, the Kia Nero I had didn't have that, and I actually missed it. They both had wireless chargers, which is great. They both had great cameras. Uh, I think the Hyundai shows front and rear, where the Kia only does rear. Uh, so you really, I mean, it's 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 really tough. Now, like I said, the pricing, you know, forty four thousand base for the Kia, and what did I say on the fifty six five for the Ionic. Now the Ionic is considered an SUV, and the uh, uh, Kia is a subcompact sport utility. So there is just a little bit of a difference there. Uh, the I think it's a Hyundai. I might get this wrong. Hyundai has a rear wiper. Kia, Kia does not. So they are different. But as far as range, both of them have over 200-mile range. Uh, the Hyundai uh, can get all the way up to 320. And I think the Nero is uh, uh, 200 uh, two was it about two fifty two sixty? So the ranges are just a little bit different between the between the two. Uh, some of the positives on the Kia is excellent fuel economy, even though there's no fuel. Attractive, tech-rich interior and spacious, uh, pretty spacious for a combat. Uh, the only downside, maybe the hybrid powertrain offers slow acceleration. I didn't really see that as a problem. And there's no option for all-wheel drive. So what's new is all-new exterior, interior, more spaces for passengers, cargo, updated infotainment, and it kicks off the second Nero generation for 2023. Now, the Hyundai, the pros, you get a dual-motor powertrain delivering rapid acceleration, comfortable ride, user-friendly interior, very quick DC charging time. I have a level two, so it's not important to me. Uh, rear, one of the negatives, rear visibility is a little bit compromised. Uh, the front and rear storages are a little smaller than your average. Uh, and no wireless, wireless connectivity for Android Auto and Apple CarPlay, which I could care less. What's new, battery heating system now standard on the rear-wheel drive model. Estimated range increased to two. Okay, that's close, 266. For the all-wheel drive, towing capacity for most trim levels is about 2,300, and it's part of the first Ionic 5 introduced in 22. So it's just what do you like? You know, you have to physically go take a look at them, and then you need to make a determination which one fits your needs. One of the things I like about uh, the, uh, the Hyundai and the, uh, the Kia is how well they're rated in, in J.D. Powers. I mean, they're right up there. They've got good uh, customer retention. They got, they've got they got good drivability. Uh, they don't have virtually as many problems as, as you would think. Uh, but, and they both really, really drive well. I've been driving them both, you know, like I've got one on a charger right now, and this one is when I get home. That one will be charged up, and I'll be able to switch it out. So if you're uh, if you're getting a little bit irritated with gas prices and you have the option, you do have to think about getting a solar system, 
maybe not a backup battery. I'm not a, a fan of the backup battery. I don't see a value in what you have to pay for it. I mean, you don't get a good return on your investment. But I would definitely do solar. And then I'd probably do like a Generac, you know, that would be mounted to your house so that if the power ever did go out, you know, the Generac would kick on and you'd be good to go and you can use propane or, or if you'd like, uh, I think they even have one for gasoline as well. But once you get used to it, and it's kind of funny too, because there was a time when I was not really a fan of it, but now I've, I've just gotten way used to it. Like if it says I've got a hundred and 45 mile range i know i can go to escondido and back because it's really terrain it's not range uh and i know that i can get up and back like went over to point loma seafood last night for dinner you know and that's a pretty good jaunt from alpine it was a piece of cake no problem blue ride over uh navigation is fantastic safety features all over the place i was i don't know what i was doing but i kind of was coming into a turn and i didn't turn the wheel as quick as the car would like me, so I did it. So you've got blind spot, you've got rear traffic, you've got front. You, I mean, you've got both cars have really got a lot of different things. Some have better features than others. You just have to pick the one that you like. So I, if I had to choose between the two, the only reason I'd pick the Hyundai is because of the cameras that, that uh, shoot down the sides of the car to let you know if there's any oncoming traffic, bicycle traffic, or what have you. But I think both of them have that same feature where if you go to get out of the car and there's somebody coming up, a bike or a car, it won't even let you open the door. Great company. Started from nothing. Turned it into a world-class car. So go take a look at the Kia, Nero, or the Hyundai Ionic 5, and I'll let you make the choice. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Christian Barclay, another electric vehicle. She's going to talk to us about the Bolt EUV, which is General Motors' uh, dance into the electric vehicle. Let's find out what she thinks about it right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Same is brought to you by Express Auto Service. Whether you're looking for a, uh, if you are looking for a good general repair shop, family owned and operated, they'll take care of your vehicle just like as if it was their own. Express Auto Service is it. Dave and Connie are just amazing. They'll take super good care of you. Go to Express Auto Service LaMesa.com. Express Auto Service LaMesa.com. All right, we got Christian Barclay on the line, and she's in the Bolt EUV. Uh, I don't think you have a level two charger, though, do you? No, I do not. Uh, I do so. not. Why are you? Why, why are you always bringing that up, Dave? Yeah. What's up? Well, you need to reach out if you're going to start. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, the last four cars I've gotten all have been electric. So it's been it's been you know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, not that I don't have a problem with it because you know I want to stay on top of what's going on, but goodness gracious. Right. You know, there was a time when um, I might only get like one or two a year and that's kind of changed. And so, but here's the thing. And, you know, I was thinking about this. (laughs) I said to Marlon earlier, he is really, really good when we have electric vehicles about he's the one that plugs them in. Like he's always like, hey, hey, you know, I pulled the car down for you, plugged it in, whatever. And so I said to him about an hour ago, I said, hey, um, last night I unplugged the car 
put the garage door down and he goes, you unplugged it? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, why? And I was like, I just worry about a fire hazard. I was like, that's just me. I'm just not completely. Oh, yeah. In. yeah. And he's like, well, did you go back out and plug it back in? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, we just had that conversation and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks about that. Um, one of the things for us is that the garage is right below my son's bedroom and that's where we charge our cars. And so, you know, I'm just kind of concerned. It's, it's almost the opposite side of the house from us. Plus upstairs. Um, I don't know. It's just something I think of. So maybe, maybe not everyone does, but, uh, um, you know, something I'm thinking about is there's the bolt and there's the bolt EUV and there's not a whole lot of difference as far as space. Like you get more leg room because it's about six adds about six inches of length in the EUV doesn't have that much more ground clearance. Um, you know, what do, what do you think about the Bolt and then the Bolt EUV? Like, do you think eventually they're going to phase out and just have one model? Or what, what are your thoughts there? They, they almost have to. I mean, the two, you're absolutely correct. You know, the, the two are so close and the dimensions are so close. I, I, I know the one you have, I think, is the larger of the two. And when right. I, yeah. And when I say larger, I'm not talking, you know, excessive measurements but it is a little bit larger no it's like six inches i mean it's yeah very, but the cargo space doesn't change it basically just gives you a little more legroom in the back mm-hmm, seat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the other thing is like this is the first vehicle in a while that's only had a uh, a single climate control and i realize it's not that big of a vehicle but i just think that like people like myself um, I'm sure you're kind of in the same boat. Uh, we've, I'm just used to having a dual climate. And so it really throws me for a loop when there's only like a single climate yeah. um, temp thing, I, which I guess makes me sound spoiled, but I just kind of think in today's marketplace. Well, I um, think you know, if they had a dual, it would take away from the range. If you had dual. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't doubt that. But then here's the problem, too, is that I'm in Texas. I'm going to lose range no matter what. True. Um, for the majority of the year, I just think you know my price is tested was thirty seven eight eighty five. Mm-hmm. I I think you know when you get up to that, you kind of expect to have the option. I don't think there's any vents in the rear seat either, which is always an issue for me because we use our rear seat ninety percent of the time. Um, you know the kids are riding back there and they get motion sick if there's not airflow. Right. It doesn't well, matter what the temperature is outside; mm-hmm. they need airflow. Well, and here is probably a reason why you've only got a single system. I'm in the uh, 23 EV or Kia Nero, base price 44550, and the Hyundai Ionic, which is a little bit bigger, with a base of 56500. So. That's a lot of money compared to the Bolt EV. So people may it look is. at the, they'll look at that Hyundai and Kia, and then they'll look at the Bolt EV. And I don't know if that's that dual AC will be a big problem for them. I get it; it would be for you, but you know what I'm saying? Because that's a big difference in price. No, no, I get that. I do. I, I just I wonder. You know, um, I, I think you know we talked about like where EVs used to be really vanilla, really boring. You didn't have a whole lot of options. The design was very simple. Um, and now you've got, you know, the new Prius, which is, you know, people actually refer to a Prius as sexy. Um, yeah, I know. Can you believe it? And there's the Hyundai Kona, which it has a lot more style than the the EV, the EUV. Um, 
And then, you know, then you, I mean, you can look at the Ford Mustang Mach-E, the Kia EV6, the Hyundai Ioniq. So I think that, yeah, yeah, it's more expensive. But then the question is, do you want to pay the extra because, A, you have the styling, but you also have the fun factor. Right. You um, know, it's funny. I, you I, you just brought up something that I had never – I mean, now my – when I put my level 2 charger in, it's on the outside of the house. So the car sits outside. I don't put it in the garage. But I never thought – of the fire factor it didn't even dawn on me but that makes all the yeah. sense in the world but now you're using 110 right or 120 right and right now i think it's a 110 and, and you know the other thing is i mean for me i'm in the news business so i'm reading a lot of articles oh about yeah electric vehicle fires I'm reading i a lot know of articles about about you know recalls and things yeah. um you know and so it's always on my mind um and and living in a two-story house where the kids are upstairs like it's, yeah. you know, it's always okay what are we going to do? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I no, don't no, know. no, no. I wouldn't make excuses because I think that is an excellent observation that I didn't even think of, and and that was because because you're right, and I don't think there's been anything proven whether it is a one ten or two twenty or even fast charge where this problem has kicked in because they really haven't given you a lot of you know what. Why has this happened? You know, here's here's what you got to watch out for because I haven't heard anything of you. No, I haven't, and and you know because I don't own an electric vehicle, I don't follow it that closely right. either. Um, I mean, you know, and I, the the other thing I was looking at the the EPA estimates, right? So like a the EUV is estimate uh, with a full battery two forty seven miles, mm-hmm. the Bolt two fifty nine. Right, that's really close. So well, it. Not only that, I mean, I'm going to, since you're not deep into the EV, try getting to that number. I, I mean, know, I if, know. if well, it's cold out or if it's hot out, I mean, the two I just were mentioning, you know, they got built-in heater pumps, you know, to try to, comp, you know, get that extended mileage up. The Mercedes, uh, the, the Mercedes I had, I actually exceeded what the range was. So we're still in the infancy of this electric car well, world. Right, and in fairness, I think it's important to, to point this out to listeners. In fairness, these cars are meant to learn behavior, learn driving driving behavior. And That's so true. Yeah, and so the range is going to vary completely too. On like you know, if you've got Marlon driving who's kind of a lead foot, and then you've got me that's a little more conservative, we've got mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you know a hard breaker or whatever, and also different. You know, are you in stop and go traffic? Are you? Mm-hmm. There's just so many factors that you can't go by a sticker for range. Um, but I do think I should point this out. That Inflation Reduction Act um, means that GM is, GM vehicles are, are qualified again for the federal income tax right. credit. So mm-hmm. if anybody is interested in EV, uh, GM is uh, interested. But weird thing, the, the, the Super Cruise is available, and it's on this model. But look, when your three-year trial ends, you have to pay $25 a month. Uh, Who's going to do that? Yeah, no, 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 no. Nah. Yeah, and I don't know what your power system is like back there but ours are you know ours is saying you go gas and electric and they just raise their rates you know just uh, yeah, arbitrarily no, oh, oh texas texas is just a train wreck when it comes to it really? uh, electricity and gas right now so uh-huh. yeah I, <laughs> um i i think though you know what not just with an ev with any vehicle right now Everyone needs to pay attention to the Monroney and ask some questions because a lot of these manufacturers are going to subscription-based services mm-hmm. on everything from, you know, a Super Cruise to a uh, 
to even, you know, power functions in the vehicle. So um, we, you and I have to start watching that and seeing what's going on and pointing it out because I think a lot of people are going to go buy a vehicle and be surprised when a year, six months, whatever down the road, their subscription runs out and they're like, what do you mean I don't have this any longer? Right. What, what do you mean that cruise control doesn't work, you know? Yeah, and um, I got to pay this. Yeah, it's it's man, it's it's a different world. Well, it it, it really is. It really is, and, and so you know. But you're, I think, being aware is so so important because that's that's what's going to keep you, you know, out of making that the the mistake you made. And I like I tell people all the time, lease. If you're getting into an electric vehicle, just lease it for the first three years and see if you like it. See if it fits your lifestyle. See if you can live with it. Uh, and then if you can, you know, you can always re finance the residual and stay in it or you can or you can get out of it and say thank i won't do that again i read someplace there was a percentage of like 30 or 40 percent of people that bought electric vehicles are now going back to gas have you seen that well i haven't but i was talking to somebody and i said look i said i live in texas and and i'm i'm inland i'm in dallas i'm not in houston but i used to be in houston and we have to evacuate frequently for hurricanes. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you've got an EV? Because, I mean, you're talking sitting in traffic, sometimes three hours, six hours. Mm. Not a, and their response was, well, most EV owners, that's not their primary vehicle. And I said, well, that's cool because, you know, right now we have options. But as we're transitioning to more and more electric vehicles, mm-hmm. that's going to change. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely what's, right. What's going to happen? Yeah. Well, they never think that far down the road. Really, when you come right down to it. You guys are getting crazy weather out there in California right now. So, I mean, you, you can't tell me it hasn't crossed your mind. Like, I mean, it's, you're in the same boat with me. We're animals. If you had to evacuate your house with multiple animals, right? do you have a big enough vehicle? And if it is an electric vehicle, are you going to be able to, you know, stop and charge it when you need to? What are you going to do with your six dogs? Yeah. 16. I mean, 65 in your case. But yeah, yeah, and we've got <laughs> one, two, three three full-size vans and i keep telling her honey we can only drive one at a time because <laughs> she that's her excuse for hanging on to all these minivans so she can get all the dogs off property and trust me we don't have any kind of weather like what you're having or what you guys have out there in texas new 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 we have rain okay granted the, the ground isn't absorbing it but it's nothing like tornadoes hurricanes I just couldn't handle that. I'm sorry. I'll take an earthquake. Weather's calm today, but there are uh, longhorns loose on the highway. So that's our breaking news today is that that's the road nearest us. Really? Because there are loose longhorns. Yes. Well, and you won't get me going over there and chatting with a longhorn. Send Marvin. Marvin can handle it. Tell him to put his yeah, cowboy. Shine those, those boots up. Put that hat on, Dave. Go have a chat with those, yeah. those longhorns. No, I would tell him, folks, you were here first. This is all yours. Don't bother me. <laughs> well, anyway, so you're doing okay? No floods? or Of course, you know you got some storms coming your way from us, so Merry Christmas. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. We always want to kick off 2023 with storms. Thanks. you got more than you can handle, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Well, I'm still coming out to Dallas to pick up a car. I haven't quite... I haven't, I, I haven't quite got the logistics, but if I do and I can get anywhere near you, you know I will. Let me know. Hey, I got a dog you can take back with you. I'm fostering one right now, so so come on. I'll save her for you. You'll know. Yeah, what's another dog, right? It won't even be a problem. <laughs> you won't notice. No, I won't notice at all. All right, kiddo. Hey, how do people follow you around? 
Hey, check out FocusDailyNews.com or uh, find us on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com Y-A-K Radio. I'll talk to you next week, Dave. All right, I look forward to it. Say hi to the family. All right, we're going to take a quick break. If Brian can break out of one of his football games, I can't remember what he said he wanted to talk about, but... You know, football first, right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Care. One of two locations. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. Nobody does it better than John. All right. Hey, let's see if Brian Armstead is on the line. How about them Chargers, with, buddy? No, what's up with Brendan and the uh, blues music, man? He's trying to, he's in a, <laughs> he's in a sad mood today. What's up? Man? Well, it's raining. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, oh, yeah, Muddy yeah. Waters is a classic, though. But you I, can't but, deny but, him. But, so. But it it, ne- it never rains in California. Boy, didn't they warn you? I mean, oh, but, on, yeah, but they're all, everybody's freaking out because it's raining so much out here, man. I tell you, I mean, some people are definitely not prepared. But like I said in the opening, how about them Chargers? Yeah, how about them, man? They got smoked pretty good last night. Uh, you know, hey, like, if I you mean, if you've been a fan, if you've been a fan as long as I've been a fan, that is normal. Thank you very much. Well, no, you you can't you can't talk about anything. You got to remember which team I root for the the Commandos or or right, what do they call today? Whatever the hell, whatever the hell they call themselves these days. That's so funny. Hey, did you see those anyway, photos? Hey, got a little bit of. T- did you see those photos I, I sent you? Look, man, did you see those photos no, I sent I you? I did not, but I got a little bit of time and a lot to talk about. Let's go. Let's, let's get it on. Let's here. go. Jeep Wrangler four door Willys. I want to talk about the Jeep and then the uh, car of the year. Uh, our results. Okay. Um, Jeep, Jeep Wrangler four door Willys four by four. The Willys is a package. Uh, it, it gives you some special, you know, stripes and all that kind of stuff. A great vehicle, but um, the pricing architecture that uh, FCA uh, Stellantis is, is employing here is a little odd. But uh, it doesn't take away from the fact that this is the kind of vehicle that folks out in California need. Uh-huh. Put a snorkel on it. You get through the uh, some of the deep water out there, and, and you'd, you'd be uh, you'd be pretty straight. Base price, Dave, twenty twenty three model thirty four eight six five, doesn't include fifteen ninety five destination charge to take the vehicle from Toledo, Ohio, to wherever um, it's going to to end up. I've always been kind of you know really uh, awestruck at the fact that they can get sixteen hundred and and two thousand for destination charge on these vehicles, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, the issue that I have with this is that the final price out the door is fifty nine eight seven five. Wow, sixty thousand dollars. That's almost double the base price. It's wow. only uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's fifty two hundred dollars, uh, sixty six whatever, fifty two hundred dollars shy of the base price, and um, that that is a remarkable figure for me for a non. I mean, when you when you realize that the Jeep Wagoneer starts at fifty eight thousand. What do you? I mean, what? Are, what's going on here? What's going on here? Okay, so we got the base uh, Wrangler Sport. It has a two two liter uh, turbo four with start stop technologies. Not as intrusive as it is on some other models. Um, 
so I can handle the start-stop technology. Got a lot of cool standard features, including uh, command track, the part-time four-wheel drive system, uh, fuel tank, skid plate shield, transfer case skid plate shield, and a transmission skid plate shield. You know, uh, trailer sway damping, hill start assist, park view rear view camera, push button start, and a few other uh, cool things like front seat mounted side airbags. Important considering that the Jeeps don't have head curtain airbags. So to have that side curtain airbag is, uh, that side mounted seat bag is important. They don't have curtain bags because these are primarily designed as off road vehicles. I mean, you can take the roof panels off, front and rear. You can fold the windshield down. You can fold the windshield down. You can take off the doors. And you even have special little mounting uh, plates where you stick an auxiliary mirror if you take the doors off because the mirrors, the regular factory mirrors, are mounted to the doors. This is primarily an off-road vehicle. It's designed to be an off-road vehicle. That's what the Jeep Legacy is all about. So having those side uh seat-mounted airbags is, is really, really cool. And that's when it starts to get fun. Uh, customer preferred package 22W, $6,935. Includes a leather-wrapped steering wheel, LED headlamp and fog lamp group, rock protection sill rails, power heated mirrors, remote keyless entry, anti-spin differential rear axle, front LED fog lamps. I said that once, but it's here, so I said it again. LED premium, premium reflector headlamps. Well, it's listed twice. It's beyond me. Um, All-weather floor mats by Mopar. Molden color bumper, gloss back, black, 6935. Technology group, group, front door passive entry and lock, air conditioning with automatic temperature control, and a 7-inch TFT thin film transistor color display, 1095. Convenience group, 995. Remote start, garage door, universal garage door opener, 995 again. Trailer tow package and the trailer tow and heavy duty electrical group, electrical group can't talk today. Eleven forty five, which includes auxiliary switches. You have four in the center console here. Two hundred forty amp alternator. That's great. Seven hundred amp maintenance free battery. Class two receiver hitch. Great. Seven and four pin wiring harness. Eleven forty five. That's a good deal on that package. Eight point four inch radio and premium audio group. Twenty two ninety five. Alpine premium audio. You connect 4C nav with the 8.4 inch screen, GPS navigation, and six months of Sirius XM. Uh, that is pretty steep. Extreme Recon 35 inch tire package, $4,000, $39.95, inch tires, 17 inch by 8 inch B lock capable wheels, hinge gate reinforcement, safety group 1245, blind spot and cross path detection, park sense rear park assist system. Hardtop headliner by Mopar 525, 8-speed automatic transmission, $2,000, 2.72 rear gears with full-time four-wheel drives, cost select track, $895, black three-piece hardtop, $1,795, includes a storage bag, a rear window defroster, rear window wiper washer, and no soft top. Again, um, 11 with the Woolies Group, you save $1,155. Fifteen ninety five for delivery and destination fifty nine eight seven five. The Jeeps ride well. Um, they're noisy because you have these large tires and you have you know pretty much foam roof panels here. 
uh, above me. They lock into place. They don't make any squeaking noises or anything. The, the car is well screwed together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, it's not a car for tall people, as you might imagine. I'm, I'm kind of cramped here, but, you know, I don't expect it to be a car for tall people. I'm just a little worried about, you know, who's really going to pay $60,000 for this car? It won't be me. I just think that if you are into Jeeps, you need to pick your base model and be very selective with your options. Now, if you're buying this because you want a, a, a you know, kicktail off-road vehicle, then you probably don't need an 8.4-inch entertainment group, you know, with the mm-hmm. $2,200 worth for screens and all this kind of stuff. You know, you, you want to focus on what's going to get you the most fun as you tear up some hillsides in Southern California or in uh, Pennsylvania or wherever you, you might live. Um, so that is that, Dave. Uh, you can go to jeep.com and, and spec out your, your uh, Wrangler. They have a lot of different trim levels available. Uh, interesting, it says, uh, even though it says uh, the company name is Delantis, it says FCA US LLC on the Monroney label here, which is odd. But um, at any rate, uh, you know, well done. Just I just think the pricing is, is skewed. But I, I don't have any complaints about the vehicle at all. It has good ride quality considering that it's built for off-road. Right. It's fun to drive. It's just $60,000. And it's just, I'm, I can't even wrap my head, head around that. Yeah. Uh, Dave, real quick, I've got a couple minutes left. Uh, as you are aware, the North American Car of the Year uh, results are out. I'm a juror, one of 50 in the U.S., North America. I'm proud to be part of the team. Uh, and some, And for the first time, since I've been doing this, I've been to my, to my third year voting. All three of my final choices won. The Honda, I'm sorry, the Honda. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why I called it. There's a reason why I called it a Honda. I'll explain in a minute. The Acura Integra, uh, which is just a phenomenal uh, car. Uh, the six-speed is, is oh, oh, just fun all, all across the board. Was the car of the year. The Kia EV6 was the sport utility of the year with that monster GT, which just, you know, will rattle your eyeballs. It's so quick and acceleration, so powerful with the uh, with, with the electric motors. And then the uh, truck of the year was the Ford Lightning EV. So two EVs, a lot of EVs on the finalist, semifinal and finalist list this year. Uh, Jim Freuder, a good friend of both of ours, uh, mm-hmm. wrote me personally and said, Brian, I just don't get it. You know, how come? the Acura Integra one when it's basically just a dusty up Honda. I'm like, you know, Jim, you got to look at the price point and what it was up against. You know, there are a lot of good luxury sedans. And, you know, like the um, the Genesis uh, G90 was one of the, it was in that category, the Mercedes S-Class, all these Benzes and luxury cars. I mean, who has $150,000 for a car? I right. don't. The Acura Integra represents a safe, stylish Relatively luxurious. I mean, it's not, you know, Mercedes or Lexus levels of luxury, but it's not designed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, relatively luxurious. Tons of comfort and convenience features. Tons of safety features. It's a very safe automobile. And that six-speed manual transmission is a hoot to drive. Mm-hmm. And I think the six-speed, if they didn't offer a six-speed, I don't think it would have won. But having that six-speed option when a manual transmission is such a rare commodity these days, I think that took it over the top. Uh, hats off to uh, 
the NACTOY team, our fellow jurors, and outgoing president Gary Wittenberg, and uh, you know some of the outgoing board members. Uh, it was it was a fun process. You know, I'm glad all my people won. All, all my choices won. All my people. All my choices. All your people. And uh, <laughs> all my people. Well, you know, you, you get close to these folks as, yeah. as we get to know them over the over years, and we're happy when they have successes, and we're sad, you know, when when things go wrong. Like here, for example, has had some ups and downs with you know um, yeah. people being able to start car start their cars with um, iPad cords, and, mm. you know, <laughs> phone cords and stuff like that. So you know, uh, they've had they had a some fire issues, they had some oil issues, you know, Kia's had some, and, Jenna, and Hyundai have had some up and down, uh-huh. crazy kind of stuff happening, so, you know, for them to win, uh, well, for Kia, for Kia to win a subsidiary of uh, the Hyundai uh, conglomerate, right. uh, which was really cool, so, uh, yeah. All right. Better do it, brother. Um, All right. Well, get back yeah. to your games, because you're getting close. Well, you know, um, uh, Miami uh, almost knocked off Buffalo. I was happy that Buffalo was able to pull it off because the whole uh, DeMar Hamlin number three thing, I think, deserves to, to go yeah. all the way up to the Super Bowl and hopefully they can pull it out. I mean, the whole country kind of galvanized around the plight of this young man. And that yeah. was, you know, at a time when we're at, at a time when we're at each other's, other's throats for whatever reason, everybody seems to be angry these days. Yeah. It was nice to see the outpouring of support for number three. Right. And uh, so go Buffalo and uh, yeah, I'll head home and watch the Bengals. I'm hoping Joe Burrow and the Bengals are in the uh, Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, let's, let's see what happens. All right. You you do it. Be be safe. You're in a vehicle. It'll get you home safe and sound. Have some fun and uh, see if you can get that snorkel to work. <laughs> it doesn't have one. It's an option, but oh. they, they work great. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy. You take right, care. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brendan. And we'll be down the road next week. That's Brian Armstead, folks. Make sure you check him out. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I finally got Tyler Meningi. He's the Monster Jam driver for Grave Digger. I found that uh, interview, and we're going to play it right here on FM. 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Certified Convoy Auto Repair up there in Kearney Mesa. Go to check them out. Awesome job. Nap Auto Care AC certified, AAA approved. Collision Dock right next to them. Used to be Bumper Dock, now it's Collision Dock. They can do your whole car, and all the insurance companies love them. Check them out right there at 3895 Convoy Street. Hey, let's take a listen to see how Tyler Menegy is doing at Monster Jam. All right, folks. Well, hey, guess what? Monster Trucks, Monster Jam is in town this weekend. Uh, and I've got Tyler Menegy. He is the driver of my favorite truck. You didn't know that, Tyler. And that's uh, Gravedigger. I've been a Grave Digger fan probably longer than you've been alive. So, because I think you were, yeah, you were born in 97, my goodness, out of uh, Iowa. So, what, what, was this something that you wanted to do as a little boy when you seen Monster Trucks? Was it a goal? Uh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't. You know, I grew up doing uh, off-roading and just being a fan of all motorsports in general, so, I knew it, uh, when I graduated high school, I wanted to do something motorsports-oriented, and I wasn't exactly sure until about halfway through high school, and then uh, I started pursuing becoming a Monster Jam uh, driver, and 
one thing kind of led to another and made the right uh, steps in the progress, and here I am today. So uh, it's been a wild ride. This will be actually this this weekend here in San Diego will be my uh, seventh season uh, now. So very exciting, very fun, and uh, can't wait to get this season started. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Meninja, isn't, isn't, isn't your family been in racing, or is that just am I mixing you up with somebody else? Uh, I've actually just recently had somebody reach out to me and ask me the same question. It, it, it might be distant family, but uh, none of my close family has been uh, associated with racing. So, so, so what? Did, <laughs> so what did they think when you said, "Hey, mom, dad, I'm going to go drive a monster truck"? What do you think? Oh, they loved it. The whole my whole family supports me like crazy. So they they love seeing it. They love keeping up with it, and uh, they're they're definitely my biggest fans. That's for sure. Hey, I need you to reach out to Dennis. I used to interview him when he was, you know, just beginning. Now I can't get near him because he's retired and he's he's the big dog. But, I mean, between him and Bob Chandler, and I noticed, you know, Charlie Palkin and Gary Porter, you know, those are all my fans as well. But I think Chandler is the one that deserves all the recognition with Bigfoot. Uh, of course, the trucks that you guys are driving today are so sophisticated uh, you know, it, it's it's got to be it's just got to be a, a, an amazing experience. Did you go through any of the universities? You know, the uh, Monster Jam universities. Yeah, actually, when I went through it, it wasn't called Monster Jam University quite yet. Uh, it was. I think I drove for probably about three days total, so I really didn't get as much drive time as a lot of the other new people. Uh, but you know, like I said, this is my seventh season by now. I don't need I don't need to drive time on the side, so I, I've got. I get plenty of events uh, during the year, keeps me busy, and uh, I stay fresh on the track, and uh, it works out really good for me. So I'm sure you've had this question asked in a million times. So when you go out on the field, do you have a do you have a game plan, or do you just stand on it and whatever comes comes? I, I play in one hit. I play my first hit for freestyle, and after that, I uh, I just kind of go by the, uh, the the seat of uh, seat of my pants there. I I like to get crazy. I like to get wild, and uh, I, I feel like if I plan my whole run out, then uh, that wouldn't be uh, the the possibilities of getting that weird bounce or something crazy happening here or there is, isn't going to happen. So I like to just kind of go, uh, just kind of go crazy and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, one of the nice things about what you do are these trucks are set up not like they were back when Dennis started. You got. Containment seating. You've got, I think, you need a guy here suspension. So you know you could really throw the throw it to you know to the wind. And you know from a physical point of view, yes, you could always be hurt in these trucks, and we're not you know cutting that back. But I think with the technology, the shock travels, you know, you really could do some pretty crazy stuff with these trucks and still walk away, you know, with not too many aches and pains. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sky's the limit on what these trucks can do, and sky's the limit on what the drivers can do, too. It's just how hard you want to push the limits of yourself and the machine and uh, uh, and put a good show on for the people that paid to come watch. So that's that's the biggest thing is making sure they get their money's worth, and that's my main concern each and every time I, I sit in that truck is making sure the fans leave happy. Well, and you're absolutely right. You guys are truly 100% entertainment. Does it take a skill? Absolutely. Does it take having a set of you know what's bigger than a Volkswagen? Yeah, because everybody thinks they can do it until they get in one, 
And if you told them, okay, stand on it, stand on it, and it scares the you-know-what out of them. I, I can say this now because there's nobody listening other than you and I, but which is not true. Uh, they brought a they brought grave digger to a local dealer here in San Diego, and left it unattended. So I got my old fat butt up in the driver's seat, which was not easy. And holy mackerel, man, I was if I I, I almost was going to fire it off, but I didn't because then I would probably never get to do radio again. But it is quite the view up in the middle of Grave Digger. I mean. It's not what you would think. So, yeah, when you put your foot to the floor, you know, I jokingly say, yeah, you just close your eyes and whatever comes to be comes to be. But there's a lot more to it than that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's it's uh, something that I've, I've grown a, a big liking to, that's for sure. And I enjoy putting on a good show for everybody that comes and watches. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. So one thing about, you know, you know, Monster Jam, I mean, you can make a really long career out of Monster Jam. Quite a few drivers have done it. Uh, do you have any any goals after Monster Jam, or are you just going to keep doing it until you can't do it anymore? I'm going to do it until I can't do it anymore. I think, I mean, if, if other opportunities uh, present themselves, we'll figure that out when it happens. But right now, I, I love doing it, and uh, like I said, it's a lot of fun. I honestly, you know, and I, I, I've been doing this motorsports show for as long as I can remember. I honestly can't think if I was a monster truck driver where I would go next. I, I, I don't think there's anything out there that's as exciting. I mean, everything from the noise to the sound to the flying through the air, doing backflips, and, you know, with, what, a 13,000-pound truck, you know, people can't believe you guys do what you do with them as it is, but the bottom line is it's probably one of the best shows out there. I mean, you guys don't even have to promote. All you have to do is show up, and it's like everybody knows you're coming. Of course, following the you know Monster Jam website doesn't hurt either, but, yeah, no, I, I, I think. Now, you're only going to run this Saturday, right? Uh, no, we're actually here for two weeks, so this Saturday, this Sunday, and then next Saturday and Sunday as well. So four events in San Diego this year. So very exciting, very very excited to be here. And uh, I, I won both both overall event championships in San Diego last year, so I'm here to defend my San Diego title from last year. So I think you'll do just fine. But this time you're going to be at a completely different stadium. You were at uh, Petco Park last time, which was a little bit disjointed. Pits were off site and and what have you, but I think by going to uh, the new stadium here where Qualcomm used to be, Snapdragon, uh, that's going to be interesting because that's really kind of wide open. I mean, it'll be just kind of like it was back in the day when uh, you guys used to come to Qualcomm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to ring in the new stadium for Monster Jam, that's for sure. Uh be the first time we've done the Snapdragon. It's a brand-new stadium, and heck, yeah, I can't wait to tear it down on uh, for these next two weeks. Absolutely. So, hey, what's your daily driver? What do you drive, you know, when you're not jumping trucks? I drive a Chevy Silverado 1500. <laughs> there you go. I love that. I know I've got, I get different vehicles every week, and I'm in that new three-liter diesel. Oh, my God, 33 miles per gallon. I'm loving life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so two weekends in a row. So there's plenty of times people can get tickets, you know, they can go ahead and get, you know go online 
and get themselves hooked up. And uh, and I've not been to the stadium. It's just that new. But it looks like the seating in the stadium is huge. And you'll there's not going to be a bad bad seat in the whole house. So I highly recommend people come out. And it's a wide-open stadium, so the noise will just be deafening. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. I mean, no matter what, we put on a good show no matter where we are, but it's always uh, pushing it a little harder just because there's a brand-new stadium. I'm going to be the first one to win in it and uh, see what we can do this weekend. Well, that's always huge. When you can be the first to win at any event that's never been ran there before, I mean, to me, that's that's a feather in their cap because nobody else could do it, you know, unless the person that could do it is – Hopefully it's going to be you. And you've been to San Diego. You, you've got a pretty good track record here. But, you know, it's all about Gravedigger. You know, I think there's a mystique about that truck. Because I know a lot of drivers, I mean, a lot of builders, you know, have built off of that old Chevy paddle truck. But there's just something magical about that. I That's yeah. what my personal opinion is. I agree, man. It's just what Dennis Anderson created 41 years ago now. So it's... uh the legacy I take a lot of pride and joy in being a part of, and uh, hopefully, you know, I can push this this legacy to the next limit, and you know, help advance the sport of monster jam. Oh my God! Did you say forty-one years ago? Yep. Holy man! I'm gonna have to go get a cup of tea. That's crazy. But time does fly. So is Dennis? Uh, is he still involved in the Gravedigger uh, organization, or is he just flat retired? He's pretty much retired now. I mean, obviously the whole family still still drives uh, all, all three sons and the daughter Kristen. Uh, yeah. I think he just likes spending his days on the beach anymore. I know he's I I, I say that, but he's still uh, he's still a hard worker no matter what. He's he's always working on something it seems like. And uh, but yeah, definitely retired from the grave digger thing right now though. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, I, I, my joke is, and you'll appreciate this. I want somebody to build me up a, a monster truck. Get it sponsored by AARP. First time out, it'll probably break every bone in my body, but at least I'll go out happy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm only saying that I'm old enough to be your grandfather. Let's put it that way. I'm 77, so you know how bad that first that first hit would be once I got it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of things, a lot of times people don't realize you got to put a real heavy-duty, uh, you know, exercise program together to be able to keep doing what you're doing, right? No. Some some drivers ah. do. I, I choose, I just do it for my personal well-being, but uh, there's, a, honestly, probably most drivers don't work out, don't do any physical ah. uh, advancements for themselves. Uh, I think your body just gets used to getting the crap beat out of it all the time and uh, gets conditioned to that. And uh, once once that happens, I think you're good to go at that point. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. I totally agree. I mean, because you can only do so much, and, you know, what happens, what happens. I know they gave me a whole list of questions to ask you. Well, I'm not going to do that. What is your most prized possession? That's a silly question, so I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I'm not going to. I was just curious what Chevy truck, I see what truck you were driving. I was hoping it was going to be a Chevy Silverado. Because I am kind of a bow tie guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, did you get your rental car yet? I have not. No, I'm staying in a quiet spot to talk to you on this interview. So. All right. That's awesome. Well, whatever you do, don't be going out there banging doors with you know who, because she'll have hers, and 
We don't want any wreck. <laughs> We're sharing one, actually, and I think I'm going to let her drive. Surprisingly, I'm going to put my life in her hands today. So if I don't oh, make it to the show this weekend, now we know we'll know why. <laughs> hey, you know what? I like that. I like the way you're thinking, Tyler. I'm going to try to make it out. Uh, I, I didn't. I couldn't make it this weekend, but now that I know you're there the second weekend, and the trucks will be there all week because they're not going anywhere. Have you guys found an offsite place to? Uh, well, I'm not going to ask you that because if I did, as far as working on the trucks, you'll have everybody and their brother hounding you guys. So no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> But if you but if you wad up one of the doors, I may have to come try to beat you up out of it. There you go. There you go. All right, man. Hey, I'm gonna let you get over there, and then uh, you can go find your your cohort, and we'll start chatting with her here. Well, we still got now. She's set up for a whole thirty minutes out, so you could let her know I'm ready anytime she's ready. Just. You know, she can say, you know, she can call me in in the next 10 minutes if she'd like, so that way you guys don't have to, you know, sit around the uh, sit around the airport for nothing. Yep, no problem. I'll let her know, and uh, I'll have her give you a call. All right, buddy. I'm going to go. I'm going to hang up, give it five minutes, and then call back in. That way she can call in anytime she likes. Perfect. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. Hey, good luck. And usually, you're not going to believe it, but my radio show... 98% of the people that call and I interview them win. You're not going to believe it, but I can prove it. <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. It's good talking yeah, you, to you again. You'll be, you'll be calling me every time you go to another venue. I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, yeah. buddy. All right, well, be safe. Right. And, uh, I'll definitely make a point. I'll come out and uh, you know, come out and take a look at the truck up close and personal legally this time. Absolutely, man. Come check it out. All right, buddy. Take care. Yep, you too. See ya. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.